You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Million Dollar Listing After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Million Dollar Listing After Show. That's right, After Buzzers. Ooh, I like this. I like our music choices. Oh, yeah. Doesn't that sound good? It does. This is a perfect fit for this episode. Absolutely. A little Sinatra, bring it in with style. Yeah, I like it. You have found yourself at the Million Dollar Listing New York after show. I'm... Chelsea Early Wine with lovely Jocelyn Polite. Hello. How are you, girl? Oh, I'm doing all right. You know what? Um, Stephen made a great reference to our names. He said, Early Wine and Jocelyn. I like that. Oh, I know. okay. That all right. Cool. It works. We, I still think last week I said we should have like a rap group or something. We're, gonna, we're working with on our it. names. Yeah. <laughs> so our favorite show, we love talking New York real estate. And this week, I, if someone was standing outside the door of our screening room, all they heard was us gasping and <gasps> no <gasps> like that's that's the reaction that we had throughout this entire episode this episode but it did that to us i mean this episode had a lot going on and not only that but there were some jaw-dropping moments in there this were episode. so i mean it was just kind of like every time i felt like i was pushing back in my seat and i was like oh my god what's yeah happening? so yeah there was a lot of that so season three episode four what's it called reach high it's reach high reach high which yes. there was a lot of high reaching in mm-hmm. this episode okay so let's get into it jocelyn starting with fred Frederick, who we love dearly. We love Frederick. Oh, my gosh. Here Frederick goes again. So he's got a, a, a new development building in Tribeca. Yes, and it's the entire block. Yes. It's a new building that's going up, which is a lot of potential, and he's in charge of selling all of the apartments in this new development. Him that's and his huge. team. That's a big responsibility. That's a very big responsibility. And this building was massive. I mean, this building yeah. was very, very big. Um, I believe he said it had no retail. So, like, on the bottom, there was not, you know, everything on the floor was, right. like, what it was. There was no shops. There was nothing like that. No, like, bagel shop on the on the floor. Nothing like that. So, this was a huge building, and it took up a lot of space. Yeah, it did. Block. And he met with the developer. So, we see Frederick meeting with the developer early on, talking about selling these apartments. And he's thinking they have some time. The building's not going to be done for about a year. So, Frederick's thinking he has some time to get some interest and show people <laughs> the apartments once they're complete. But no, the developer wants the apartment sold ASAP. Well, you know what? I really... Poor Frederick. I have to say again, because here we go again with construction. We had this last week with him with the the green apartment and the scaffolding and all of that noise and everything. But this time we have a a development, which I understand, a building, but it's dusty. Nothing is up. You can kind of see where things are going to go. You can see that there's going to be nice ceilings. There's going to be great, you know, places in these apartments, but... It's nothing. It's dusty. You have to wear a hard hat. I mean, that's where right. it is. Right. It's, it's in full-blown construction mode. I mean, you can tell that there's going to be floor-to-ceiling windows, and you can tell how high the ceilings are going to be, but that's about it. I know. And he's supposed to sell these apartments with nothing to show potential buyers. Absolutely nothing. And I love a floor-to-ceiling. You know how I feel about my floor-to-ceiling oh, yeah. windows. Oh, yeah. I love girl. that. That could sell me right there <laughs> if I had that kind of money. But I'm just saying that, like, 
I'm one of those people where I need to see something. I mean, do you have, I need a visual. I yeah. need to, I need to see some kind of model, uh, a virtual walkthrough. I need to see something just to tell me that I've got to sell these apartments for, I believe it was what, $10 million the a average, unit? The average price was $10 million. Some of the lower end ones were four and a half, but then it all goes all the way up to $40 million for the penthouse. That's right. Which he's supposed to be selling too. But the average cost is $10 million and the average square foot is 3,000 square feet, which is really huge for a New York City apartment. Absolutely. That is huge, especially in New York. Like I said, I'm not the, 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 I'm not as knowledgeable of New York, but I know that everyone is like living living side by oh, side. Oh, the apartments are tiny. You are yeah. so lucky to get a thousand square feet in New York. Wow. It, I mean, the apartments are teeny and you barely get any sort of kitchen, no closet space. Like that's your typical New York City apartment. Oh. So for this caliber of apartment and the people who are going to be interested in it, you've got to show them something. You can't just take them to a construction site and let them use their imagination. Exactly. And $10 million, I, I don't want to just see the fact that, I mean, I love ceiling to floor windows, but I don't want to just see that. But you know what? He's trying to sell this place. I believe it's what twenty six hundred dollars a square foot or something like that. That he's that yeah, he's trying to sell was, per yeah, unit. Yeah, I think that was about right. Yeah, maybe a little higher than that. And and on top of that, do you know what his commission is going to be? Five point four million. Yeah, in for the building for this building. Yeah, I oh don't know God. if that includes the penthouse or not, but that that's the potential he has to make if he can sell all the apartments in this building. And it doesn't. It, I think you're right. It doesn't include the penthouse because his strategy, which you know Frederick always has to have a strategy. His strategy is to sell below the penthouse first. Right. Get everything sold. Right. Because then the penthouse is more desirable. You say, hey, this is the only thing available in this building and it's the penthouse. Absolutely. You know, then it's more desirable as opposed to it's an empty building. You can take any apartment you want, but here's the penthouse. So it's a good strategy to have. Mm -hmm. But he has to come up with a way to sell these apartments without having an apartment finish. No model, nothing. So he decides to get a a little model built, you know, like a, a scale model of that, the building of the not building of the individual units which i thought was interesting because if you're going to show them the building don't they want to see the inside of an apartment too i would want to see the inside i mean if you show me the building that's lovely but that is such a sidebar to what i want to see i want to see where am i going to be living where's the tub where's the living room where's the kitchen i want to know where everything is i want the layout yeah I mean, just the building itself that's nice i pass those every day on the street but that's not where i'm actually going to be dwelling inside of my apartment you know where i can see where things are and we weren't able to see that and so that to me was a little disappointing and then on, on top of that i'm going to give you 10 million dollars for right you showing for, me a huge yeah, building yeah and <laughs> so he gets the model and he decides to set it up at the developer's house zach is the developer and he lives <laughs> close to the the construction site whereas frederick's office is is downtown or uptown i can't remember where it's at but it's far it's away from the convenient yeah it's right. far away from that so this is a convenient place so he goes and he surprises the developer with putting this model which is about i don't know how big would you say it is it was i mean this was a big model i mean this, yeah. this really did look i mean they they built it i don't know but i know let me tell you how big it was it was so big that frederick felt like he needed to do an appraisal of it and yes. put a listing price <laughs> he did on the model i think his listing price was like a hundred thousand yeah. dollars and he broke it down per square he footage. did break so it down per square like, foot so if you were to buy one of the tiny units from the apartment he had the square foot yes. price for you yes <laughs> so he takes this model over to the developer's house and surprises him by the way the developer's wife's or girlfriend, whoever that is, is she's like so gorgeous. I know. She was like supermodel open the door like, oh, you need to bring bring that thing in here. And I'm sitting here like, when they were talking about model, I thought they were talking about her. That's how pretty she was. I was like, wow. She's gorgeous. So they set up the model in his apartment to let people come in 
and see it there, which Zach is not happy about this at all. No. But he's he's got to be making a good commission off of this too, right? Absolutely. But he doesn't want anyone in his house. I mean, this is his space. This is, you know, he's a developer. He goes out and he goes into other people's spaces and he does what he needs to do. His home is his own space. And he doesn't want people coming in looking at the model inside of his home. I mean, it's like you got to keep it clean. Yeah. You have to tidy up everything. You've just got to do things that you don't maybe normally want to do on right. a daily basis. And so I don't blame him with that one. I would be like... Like, can we find somewhere else or rent a place? See, that's just it. Is they need what they needed to do? I think was rent a space, a sales office close to the construction site to put the model, have a virtual walkthrough of the apartment and the entire building and all the amenity areas. Yes. They needed to have something to show potential buyers what they're getting. Absolutely, but it didn't work out that way. They ended up at his apartment and. It was a mess. Yeah. I mean, it really was. These <laughs> people was. were climbing his stairs. They were sitting in his tub. I would have lost my mind. Oh, I yeah. mean, like, seriously, I would have been upstairs going ballistic. I mean, it's just crazy. They, I think there was, like, two brokers sitting in his tub. Yeah, there was. There what were two brokers doing? drinking champagne in Zach's bathtub. Right. This place is not for sale. I want you downstairs looking at the model and yeah. figuring out what you want to buy. Brokers are nosy, though. They're oh. like, okay, I've been dying to get inside of this building. i got to take a look at this apartment. They're nosy. True. True. And you are curious. I mean, it's like you're downstairs. You're going, well, what's up? Upstairs. Yeah, you're just like going to take a little peeky peek, and then yeah. I'll come back downstairs with my champagne and check out the model. So yeah, you're right. But I they don't got know. very nosy, which made Zach and his girlfriend or wife very, very uncomfortable. Oh yeah. And, and they weren't expecting this many people. There's like 165 people that showed up to check out this little model. You know, that's like, I don't know, six feet by six feet or something. You how know? much you want to bet that Frederick didn't tell them the truth on how many people were coming to that? Oh, of course. I'm he probably sure. said a couple of brokers are going to yeah, come by and check it like, out. Oh, it was probably going to be around like 50 or 60. Next thing you know, there's close to 200 people in your house walking yeah. around. Yeah. I, I, I think I think Frederick probably stretched the truth a little bit on that one. Yes, he does. <laughs> he tends to do <laughs> yes, that. he does. But he always has a strategy. I respect him for that. Yes. And he had a good strategy on this. So he brought everyone in. They saw the model. And then he actually turned Zach's apartment into his office for two weeks and brought in his team of brokers to try to get all of these apartments sold. Absolutely. And the thermometer. He had a thermometer kind of drawn out yeah. of how he was going to sell these apartments. And, you know, every time he made a sale, he was filling it in in red. And you know what? It was going up. It was going up. I was shocked. Fast. I was shocked. I'm going to say, I, I really honestly thought... Um, that it, that his storyline this week was going to be that these are not selling as fast. You know, right. especially when we see, um, uh, what was it, Luis? I know mean, we haven't gotten quite to him yet, but especially when we see Luis is having trouble with 7.8. And I just yeah. thought, like, with $10 million and it's not even finished, but that just goes to show Frederick is awesome. And yeah. Frederick gets it done. But people were actually buying. When the first one came through and the second one came through, I was like, Whoa, I can't even believe these people are buying Yeah, they this were place. fighting over certain units in this in this apartment complex that isn't even finished. I'm telling you, I could not buy an apartment blind. No. There's I just couldn't do no. it. Not for that kind of money. No. But you know what? When you're talking about that kind of money, it's really interesting too, because it's just like he said in the beginning, he was like, you know, you find out one person lives there and then the next person lives there and everything. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, well, how in the world could you get me there? I mean, you'd have to tell me that Jay Z, Beyonce, Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> and everybody else is moving in this place. I mean, I'm sitting here like, I don't want to know that Adam is moving in. Yeah. Who's Adam? Yeah. And who's Adam? Care. I don't know that guy. <laughs> Give me some fame. Right. And so, yeah, some of these um, prices were 4.4 for the two-bedroom, and I think yeah. 4.5, I believe, for probably like a three-bedroom or whatever. But the thing that I thought was interesting about it with the thermometer and all, all the brokers, was it not like the New York Stock Exchange? It totally not, was. Wasn't it? It was like ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and they're all they're all on the phone. No, that one's gone. No, that one's gone up. That one's gone down. That one's taken. It was so, it was such an intense environment. But you can tell that's Frederick's environment. Oh, yeah. He was thriving off of it. He was kicking his legs in the air, doing his 
little dances. I think he said he lost a shoe. He did. He <laughs> kicked his leg in the air. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So that was Frederick. He he seemed to have a good week this week. It was a good week for him, which was good because it wasn't a great week for everybody else, which we'll get to. But no. it was a good week for for him. So in two weeks, they ended up selling a hundred million dollars worth of real estate in that building. A hundred million in two weeks. Dollars. In two weeks. In fourteen days. Yeah. This man sold a hundred million dollars. And not a single one of these apartments is finished. No, it's not finished. It's not, no one not even started. You can't even walk in and visually see anything. No, and you you I don't know. I put my money there and I don't know what this looks like. This thing yeah. could be crazy. I mean I'm I'm banking on the fact that it, it, it looks good and it makes sense and that it's laid out the way I want it to do. But all I know is that it's a building outside, and I have an idea of what it looks like with some trees and all of that kind of stuff. But I don't know what my actual apartment looks like, and I laid down that money. Frederick's the man. Yeah. He's the the man, man, right? He's the man. Because that's, I don't know. I just, I I couldn't do that. I just couldn't do it. But he got it done. He sold a lot of those apartments. He did. So good on him. And I bet he'll sell out the rest of the building pretty quickly and the penthouse. And that's a huge commission for him. Now, what I was wondering is the team of brokers that he brought in, are those people that work in his office? Are those other brokers with individual um, buyers? I wasn't really sure who all the other brokers were that he was working with. Yeah, I'm not sure either. The one thing that um, I would say that kind of bothers me a little bit about the show is I don't know who they're working with. I don't know who their team is. I mean, yeah. sometimes you see them, but sometimes you're not quite sure who the other people are. I didn't know who these other people are. He's talking about some man was on Facebook, you know, while they're trying to get all this stuff done. Yeah. And I'm like, well, who is he? Does he work in your office? I would guess that these are brokers that are in an okay. office. I, I would that guess. was a little confusing that they didn't really explain that. I wasn't sure who those were, but I mean, so either way, I, I the commit that 5.4 million isn't going to be his commission. It's going to be split amongst his exactly. team, which is still lovely, which still is a lot <laughs> of cash, lovely. a okay. lot of cash. So good week for Frederick. Now, we got to take a, a second to talk about iTunes. Absolutely. Now, if you guys are listening to us on iTunes or maybe you're watching us on YouTube and you want to listen to us on iTunes, make sure you check us out and give us a nice big rating. We hope it's a five, but, you know, you can rate it what you want. We're just hoping for a five. So go to iTunes, search for After Buzz TV, and then search for Million Dollar Listing New York. You can see all of our podcasts there, and you can download them for free. We're giving you this free service, free entertainment. Hopefully you like it, and hopefully you give us a nice rating back in return. You can also comment. Let us know what you're thinking. We'll comment back. We'll write back and forth with you. So make sure you check out iTunes and tell your friends. Spread the word about the Million Dollar Listing after show because that helps us keep the lights on. Absolutely. And Chelsea and I both love to looking at these properties. You can see we get really excited over it. So comment. You know, let us know what you think. Yeah. Which are your favorites? Which are the ones that you're not feeling so much? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So moving on to Ryan. Oh, oh. Ryan. Ryan was a bad boy oh. this week. Ryan disappointed me this week. Yeah. Ryan did. I you mean, know, I talked about last week, Ryan's like, he's this jerk, but he has this charm to him. This week, the charm was not there. Yeah. Ryan, he was all, he was full-blown jerk this week. He was, and he was nasty and rude to Luis. Yeah. I mean, this started um, where, the, actually, the episode started off where they, you know, we picked up at the Black Tie fairy tale event for the um, property that Luis is trying to sell for $7.8 right. And so this is all going on, and, you know, the champagne is flowing, the ball gowns are on, everything is happening. And like I said, all the, you know, I love when a little dirt comes out with the champagne and the caviar. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I love <laughs> a little dirt with that yeah. but it was happening and Ryan being his sneaky self snuck himself over to 
the the seller. Yeah, Janet. Know, Janet. Who owns the building. I mean, she's the CEO or owner of the right. building. So all the properties are hers. She decides what realtors sell which one of exactly. the apartments. Exactly. And if they're going to be in-house or if she's going to actually take a risk on somebody that's out on the outside. And Ryan went over there and talked to her, and she liked Ryan. Yeah. Does she not like, I mean, Ryan's cute. She, she likes Ryan, Ryan. She a really lot. did, yes. Well, what Ryan has that Louise doesn't is just that ballsy, straightforward confidence. Louise comes off as a little gentle and a little bit of a pushover. Yes. And with someone like Janet, she is so strong-headed and she's all business. She knows what she wants. She needs a broker like Ryan. She honestly does. She needs someone with a little bit of balls. I mean, and absolutely. It, it's, it sucks because I love Louise and I think Ryan's a huge jerk, but she was definitely turned on by what Ryan was putting out with well, his confidence. Ryan was putting out confidence. Ryan was basically saying, like, you know, I, I could get this done. Like, this is, you know, this is no big deal. I mean, yeah. he was making it seemed like it was gravy and she loved that i mean she loved the fact that he was stepping up to her introducing himself i'm you know a top broker here in new york and that's the way he put it out there yeah. she ate it up because that's the type of woman she is just like you said she's that power woman and she wants somebody that's powerful she doesn't want somebody that's kind of kowtowing and right even though Luis is, is and we'll talk about him i know but even though he's presenting much better this season with a little bit more confidence he does not have the confidence that ryan has no not he yet. doesn't he doesn't at all so ryan you know he shows up to the open house He's a jerk. He Ooh. he he cuts in, has the conversation with Janet, which Louise does not like, and he pulls him aside and is like, hey, that was inappropriate. You don't come here and go to my client and try to take my business. And they have their little uh, fight back and forth. And you can see Louise is just, his temperature rising. He is just getting so frustrated, which was sad because this is his open house. This is his big night. And his blood is boiling. And Ryan is just getting in his face and telling him he's going to fail and making him feel bad and just being a jerk, just being a huge jerk. He was pretty much letting him, Ryan was pretty much letting Luis know, this is over your head. Yeah. This is way over your head. I mean, that's nice that you've done all this and and, and this looks really good, but this is way over your head. This is something that I should be doing. And he did not, he didn't pause to try to tell. I mean, it was like, this is way too much for you. But the thing uh, that was so insulting was that Ryan takes it too far. I mean, yeah. Louise, they've had this before. You know, they've had this they tension have. and they've kind of um, done things where they've they've evaded, you know, gone in on each other's, you know, uh, listings. And they, they've had a, a history of this. But at the same time, Ryan pushes it too far. I mean, he really does. I mean, he took the pocket square and shoved yeah. it in his mouth. Yeah, he did. He in his mouth. Yeah, which was just childish. It just shows Ryan's level of immaturity. I mean, and how do you not fight that. after that? Yeah. Good for Louise, because I don't know. That's a throwdown right there. Oh, that's a throwdown. That's but he knew. Throwdown. He knew what was on the line. Yeah. He. This is his open house. His client is here. Other brokers are here. Potential buyers. I mean, there was so much at stake. He was pushed to his limit. And I'm really impressed that he didn't punch Ryan in the face. I'm so impressed. And you know, I mean, and you know how Louise is. He's saucy. He's Puerto Rican. Yeah. He's like, you know, and then, oh, that was the other thing. Ryan, he and insulted him the way that he speaks, his accent. I was oh, like, yeah. Ryan. He's like, I can't even understand you with that accent. Oh, yeah. You oh, know, he was so feisty. Yeah. So yeah. Louise did a mature thing, and he asked security to escort Ryan out. Which was hilarious. Yeah, Because I don't think great. Ryan expected that. No, no, no. He <laughs> expected a fight, I think. Yeah. 
and yeah. it, and that's what he wanted because it would have ruined that open house for Louise, but it also would have ruined the business that Ryan was trying to get with Janet. Yeah, because if Janet saw that, she would she'd have nothing to do exactly. with either of them. I thought someone was going to end up in the pool. Someone did end up in the pool. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah. those two. But I thought that someone was going to end up in the pool because this was the cat fight I was looking for last week. I mean, I'm sorry, I was yeah. looking for it. I was looking for this. <laughs> we cat gotta fight. have a little bit of the drama. We, we like it. I'm sorry, no, I'm not. I'm not sorry, but no, this 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 was good, and and I I mean, this was bad for Luis and yeah. Ryan. This was bad behavior, but. But it was I, good for us. It was. I mean, like I said, we were in the room, like, oh my god. Oh! I yeah. mean, this is what was happening, and that's good TV. So Ryan also had his his listing that we we saw last week with the emotional seller. Oh, this emotional seller. She's yes. driving me crazy. The kids and they took their first steps, yes. and we remember all of that. Oh yes. my gosh! So this apartment's listed at six point five million, and it's a fantastic apartment, but it is overpriced. Yes. But sh- the seller is dead set that she will not take less than six point five, and if she doesn't get that, then she's going to rent the apartment. Now she's talking about renting because she has an emotional attachment, so she knows if she rents it. She will get to keep the apartment for longer and potentially move back in or whatever else she wants to do with it. But I'm telling you, as a as a buyer who's bought a place, loved it, created memories, and rented it out, I said this last week, renters taint all of those memories. Oh, yeah. You don't want to see what they're going to do to your apartment. No. They're creating their own memories and just crushing all of yours. Right on top of yours. Like, yes. that was a nice memory. Yeah. Uh, here's my memory. And yeah. that's exactly what's happening. Exactly. And I, she will probably learn that the hard way. Yeah, I think she needs to let the... I mean, I, I know we'll get into what happened, but I think she needs to let this property go. Yeah. I mean, she... With the whole family and, and the, the kids' footsteps and the cookie... You need to go out to the suburbs. I'm sorry. You need to go on out to New Jersey. You need to go, you know, buy a home with a front porch and the kids can run around in a backyard. This is not where she needs to be. She needs to go ahead and, and, and get it done. And Ryan was trying to push her to do that. But it was that price. But yeah. I don't think it really was the price. I think no. it was her emotions. She wasn't going to go for it anyway. Absolutely. I agree with you. So they sat, so he sits down with a, an actual potential offer. He said, Ryan sits down with another broker that has an offer, has cash money, and says $5.7 million cash. Right. But Ryan knows she's not going to go for it because he's already tried to talk her into lowering the price. He tried right. to talk her into bringing it down to 6.125, I think, and she was like, absolutely not. Wait, but was that not hilarious? They were in the park, so it was a little battle in the park between them. It's freezing cold. Yeah. You see all the, you know. And he says 6.15. I believe that yeah. was the first offer was 6.15 on, on this uh, this episode. Then the, the camera pans over to the squirrel. The squirrel ran away. The squirrel was like, <laughs> she's not having like, it. It's uh, not going to happen. The squirrel <laughs> ran off, which I thought was absolutely yeah, it was a good hilarious. Cut. It was. It was a really good cut. Cause it, and, it was, and he was right because she was like, no. She's like, no. How about 6.5? Right. And I'm sticking with that. Not 6.4. Not let's see what we can do with 6.3. But she was like 6.5 and she was driving Ryan crazy because he knows that the apartment is is... You know, it's not worth that. No, it's priced way too high. Yeah. It's priced like five or six hundred dollars a square foot too high for that area. Right. And she's arguing like, hey, it's one of a kind. There's nothing else like it. Like everybody says about oh, yeah. their apartment. It's one of a kind. There's nothing else like it. But he's he's saying, come on, look around at the, the apartments in your area. And I think what I've seen on other real estate shows, which I would have liked to see Ryan do with her, is take her to see some comps in the area. Mm. So other apartments that are the same square footage. The same caliber of apartment, the same area, the same type of building, same amenities, all of that. And show her what else is listed out there. Yes. 
and what the cost is. And that's a good idea because that gives you, I mean, that's not you just delivering the bad news. That's like showing you this is what the market is like. Right. You know, because a lot of times, I mean, you're selling, you don't know what the market's like. You're just like, I want, you know, I want six million for my place. And yeah. you don't really know what it's like out there because you don't deal in that. You know, you're, you're just, you own it. So you're like, just sell it for me. And I think that's a good idea to take take her out and do that. Yeah, but. just show her what's in the area because she's just fighting that her apartment is the only one out there and it's the best of the best. And I think she needs to see what else really is out there because you need to put yourself in a buyer's shoes for a second. Mm-hmm. And if they come in your apartment and then they go down the street and they see something with more square footage, more sunlight, better amenities for a considerably less, yeah. then why would your apartment sell? Exactly. Exactly. And so they had this battle in the park as, you know, this is the beginning of many battles that yeah. they, that they're going to have. And, um, she's, she's not going to have it. And she's, she said no. She, she wants to rent. No. Yeah. She even brought up, I, I think I'm going to rent. Yeah. Ryan's trying to talk her out of it again. Again, saying, no, don't rent. I'll get you a better offer. I'll get you a better offer. So he comes back with this cash offer for 5.7 million and he tells the broker, absolutely not. She's not going to go for that. So he says, okay, 5.8. So he makes the call to her saying 5.8 cash, and she says, absolutely not. No way. Because I, I think at this point, it didn't matter what he came yeah. back with. And, I mean, this broker, you know, at first I didn't think that he was really willing to wiggle. Yeah. But he was. I mean, he, you know, he went Everybody always price. has yeah. wiggle room. And that's what the broker's saying about Ryan. He's like, come on, I know you have wiggle room with the 6.5. And he's saying, I absolutely don't. Right. And then I he had to break it down. Don't. He was like, I've got an emotional seller here. Yeah. Like, basically, you know, <laughs> we're selling footsteps. Yeah. We're you know selling I mean? babies' footsteps in <laughs> the apartment. footsteps, little pacifiers that oh, fell in the spot. Yes. I mean, he's, he's really telling the man is like, I, I don't care about that. Like, I'm offering you something. You're not moving at all. Like, we're brokers. This is what we do. Like, why aren't you doing your part? Yeah. So it was a pretty intense, I don't know what it was. Was it lunch, coffee? It was just sitting. I don't think they ate anything or drank anything. They just sat at a table with bread and argued. (laughs) They could have done that anywhere. The old school way. Yeah, exactly. So he, Ryan steps out, calls her. And says, you know, hey, this is the final offer. The final offer, he he got the broker up to $6 million, which wow. Ryan even said, this is a great offer for this apartment. Would you consider it? And she says, no. No. She no. says, I'm going to rent this apartment out. Yeah, it, it didn't matter. He could have taken it all the way up. And she just, she had her mind made up. She she doesn't want to do it. And so. he even said that. He said, if this was a 6.4 offer, would you be telling me the same thing? And she says, yes. Yeah, she would say the same thing. It didn't matter. Yeah. And the thing about it is that you really see how stressful all of these negotiations and the relationships oh, that you yeah. have. I mean, I, he, I feel bad for him outside. It's hard for me to feel bad for Ryan, especially yeah. on this episode. But I did feel bad for him because he had put work into this. And I, I truly did feel like he cared about I mean, I, he cared about the property, he cared about the commission, but I think he kind of understood where she was coming from. Yeah. It was nerve wracking, but I think he understood where she was coming from a little bit. But I, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like he was almost like melting, like, ah, oh, like I spent all this time. Oh, it's, this effort. That, is, that has got to be the most frustrating thing on the planet for yeah. a real estate agent to put all this work into a property that your potential commission is sky high. Yes. And then your bro, your uh, seller says, no, I'm going to rent. Mm-hmm. That's, that's disappointing. Is the worst, but that's the risk that you take. When you put all this time and energy into these apartments, when you're trying to sell real estate, that's just part of the game. And I mentioned it last week. If he had brought up able, able and willing buyer, he would be able to sue for commission. Yeah, no, that's Ooh, true. That is true. I remember that from last week. I that's do. true. Well, and he did. He did bring. He did bring a buyer. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a potential offer for or an offer for six million, and she said no. Right, she and did. she said, "I want to take it off the market." Then but, he could technically he could technically sue her for the commission. That's except interesting. it would it would drag his name through the mud to sue his client. Right. Oh. But if he really needed that money, 
he could have. Wow. That's really interesting. And I mean, I can see that these guys wouldn't do this. They're on a TV show. They have a huge reputation to protect. But that is a really interesting point. Thank you, Stephen, our producer. I know. I was sitting there thinking, was it... um I was thinking maybe they could only sue if she saw the potential buyer, but but I, I didn't realize that you can you can sue for your commission if it doesn't go through like that. Yeah, the offer wow. was there. Or is it? Can you sue for a percentage of the commission, or is it full commission? You get full if you're going to sue. You're going to sue for full commission. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. You yeah. might not get it all, but right. you, play you can try. Like, yeah. 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 Absolutely. These yeah. guys are negotiators. Exactly. They're going to sell for full commission. I wish I had those skills. Yeah. I wish I could negotiate like that. I'm oh, like, I'm awful. I'm so bad. Somebody tell me it's twenty dollars, and I'll be like, well, can I have it for eighteen? And they'll be like nineteen, and I'm like, not eighteen. No, okay, forget it. That's yeah, fine. I'll give you those. I'm so easy. <laughs> I don't even try. No, I really don't even try. Like, especially if I'm like laying on a beach in Mexico or something. Thing and little kids come by <laughs> selling me things or people are selling jewelry, they want to bargain. They want to have the mm-hmm. back and forth and I'm like, okay, it's $25. It's $25. There just, you go. Yeah. yeah. I'm I don't not, feel, I don't, I'm not up for the hassle. And, yeah. the, and the back, you know what it is with me is I, the thing that I find so fascinating about this show and, and, and with uh, Luis, Ryan, and Frederick the dis- they don't feel that discomfort that like sends me over the edge. Like, yeah. When you're talking about money with somebody, yeah. oh, oh, it's so uncomfortable. Oh, and I hate they it. They do it just so well. And I'm like, I couldn't, I wish I had that skill. I yeah. just don't have that. No. That's why I'm not a stockbroker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what they do. So on a personal level, we got to see a little bit of Ryan's home life with his girlfriend. Ooh. After the deal fell through, the emotional seller decides to rent. He's a mess. He goes to meet his girlfriend for date night. Date night cooking, cooking. They're cooking together. Cooking um, class, like a couple's right. cooking class. Chicken corn chowder. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he shows up, and I, I, I'm, I think he was a little late. Yeah, he I was late. He was the the late. class started, and she was feeling a little embarrassed, right? Because everyone's kind of staring, and she, her partner's not there, and it's a small class of people, it's and like, everyone like six is with their significant other, right? So he comes in late and gives her a kiss and puts on the apron. Yeah. And it just didn't go well. It did not go well. And, you know, when you're in a career like real estate, you're working 24 hours a day. Right. If you have someone call with an offer or call with a deal deal at, like, midnight, you take that phone call. Absolutely. And that's just the nature of the business. So, unfortunately, he gets a couple of phone calls during the cooking class. Right in the crucial part where you're chopping. Yeah. You know, the, the chop, not the we put it in the oven part. Right. Where you might be able to sneak away and grab a little phone call on the side. Yeah, you know, no. give your girlfriend a kiss and be like, I'll be right back, baby. But no, no, no. We got it when you're in the chopping building stage. Right. Which says a lot about the relationship. Mm. Yeah. We're building oh. and it's being interesting. You're reading into it. it. It's that psychology major, go girl. (laughs) But yeah, no, that's exactly what I I, I was looking at that. And I'm like, they're building something. It's the foundation of this cooking class and and the interruptions are coming in. It's like, take a look, girl, at what you're in and if this, if you can handle it. Yeah, because it's not going to change. That's, that's his business. That's how he's going to be all the time. Yeah. Is stepping out to take phone calls. So that didn't go very well. (laughs) And then she she gives him the silent treatment. (laughs) Oh, she did. She didn't speak to him. He's talking to her like, what are we doing now? She's like. <laughs> you know, she's like, I'm not speaking, I'm not saying anything. So yeah, he was yeah. in trouble. He was in the doghouse. He at that did. Point. He got in the doghouse big time. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Luis, who we love. Who we love. He's very endearing. Ah, uh, he a, had a rough week. He had a bad week. Oh, Luis. So we know what happened at the open house with Ryan showing up. That went badly, but the open the open house still happened, and it was a success. You know, that aside, everyone was having fun. Janet was happy with what he did with the storytelling theme and everything. So the open house itself went great. 
Yeah, it did. If it was you take the good. Ryan part out of it. It looked like they stopped narrating to people, too. I don't yeah, know. They that, did. It looked like they were taking people on tours, and it didn't look like they were doing as much as the narration stuff that they were doing before, which was really nice because it settled into just being kind of a party and a social and yeah. and, and a networking you know type of, of situation. It didn't seem to be as like, I, I don't know, it was just you know too much. I think we talked about that last week. It was you know the narrator and it the was string over quartet, the top. and it looked like it settled down into a party, which is usually what happens when some people leave, and it, it's towards the end of the night. So. Yeah, and I think everybody had a great time, and they got to see this apartment. So they, it's the same apartment. It's $7.8 million. And Janet, who owns the building, or is the, you know, I don't know what her I think she's exact part title of like is. That she's, like, she's part of the company that, that owns, that, right. that is part of the owners, developers of this building. Yeah, so she's in charge of saying who is the broker that comes on to sell these apartments. And she gave she gave Louise a chance. She said, you can have this one apartment. You have six months to sell it for 7.8. And 7.8 was the number that he gave her. He said, I can get 7.8 for this. And she said, that's a big number. She told him when he first sat down to try to get this deal, she told him that's high. Yeah. At that point, he should have known, like, maybe this is a little high. Right. Maybe she I'm knows a this building inside and out. She knows what the apartment's going to sell for, but he promises 7.8. Yeah. And she she gives him the chance. She says, you get one apartment. Prove it to me that you can sell it for seven point eight within six months, and you'll get other listings. Absolutely, and it and and I think also a thing that's really important too is that, you know, when you come in with something high like that, I mean, he I know he was overzealous and he was really happy about it, and this is something that he really wanted. But you know, people are going to hold you to that, which is what she did. Yeah, she held him to that. There was no she didn't offer any wiggle room. No, she, was she like, didn't. I want seven point eight. That's what you promised me. That's what I'm supposed to get. Yeah, you know, and it was just to watch that was. Oh, it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. I, fe- I, you know, I feel bad for him, but this is the type of stuff you have to learn yeah. in real estate. Don't overpromise. You should underpromise and overdeliver. Right. Not the other way around. Chelsea, go girl. <laughs> take Definitely. that. Take I that like lesson that for life exactly. in general. <laughs> Very true, though. Yeah. So she she sits down with him, and he's got an offer. He actually does have an official offer mm-hmm. of seven point one, and she just laughs. She was, that was funny to her. Like, she yeah. was sitting there in her beautiful St. John suit, I must yeah, say. Uh-huh. She, was, she was looking very spiffy. Liked it better than the pink. Yeah. But um, she, she it was laughable to her. It was just kind of like, are you serious and are you kidding me? You said 7.8. Now you bring me 7.1. Luis is like, well, wait a minute. You know, this is a place to start. She's like, I'm not doing that low-level stuff that you're talking about. I, you said 7.8. Yeah. Like, he should have at least, in my eyes, at least brought a 7.7. That would have been right. impressive. Right, right. Bring something at least a little bit closer. Or when you get that 7.1 offer, you counter offer and say, I can't do that, but I can do 7.65 or something. Go back with a counter offer so at least you have something else to give her. But she was like, absolutely not. You get that 7.8, that's what you promised. She said the counter is no counter. Yes. That's what she said. Oh, she did. Wasn't she? She's she's good with her words. She is. She was very good and she was very meticulous. But she was like, the counter is no counter. I loved it. I was like, I mean, I felt bad for Louise. But yeah. I, I loved seeing that type of businesswoman. It was just, and she delivered it with a smile. She was not unpleasant. You know what I mean? She she was right. serious and she was on point, but she 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 wasn't nasty. She wasn't, you know, she didn't look at him like, what are you bringing? It was nothing like no, that. No, and she even said, she said, look, this isn't personal. It's business. She did. And how many times have we heard that? That's just the name of the game. Right. It's it's business. And he, I think what Luis has trouble with is separating that business with personal. I think that's hard for him. Because you could see that his feelings were genuinely hurt. Yeah. He yeah. he had an emotional attachment to it. It's not just about the money game. 
It's not just business for him. There's an emotional attachment there. And to be a good broker, I think he's got to separate that. Well, he does. And I think where he's coming from, he's, you know, he joined this show last season and and he's with Frederick and Ryan. They are top brokers. They are selling... They're selling things for seven point eight and ten million and everything else, and I think he wants to jump into that game. Yeah, you know, and um, I don't think he's ready yet. Just like she said, she was just like, "You're not," you know, and she didn't really say you're not ready yet. But basically, the idea was you're not quite there yet, which is the same thing that Ryan said to him in a rude way at the party, right? But you know, well, and Frederick even said something else to him when they met in the in their office. Oh. He the, was he was even giving him a dig. He gave him a dig. He he well the, the, to to skip over to that. Frederick went over to Luis's office. Luis has a new office. Yeah. And Frederick sits down and goes, "Oh, it's cute." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ouch. You yeah. know what I mean? You know that he has to be happy about this and Frederick's like it's cute and you know how Frederick in his facial expressions, it's so cute, you yeah. know, he's shrugging his shoulders <laughs> and everything like that and I just I felt so bad for him. You yeah. Know? Yeah, and you know, he, and he, they were talking about the conflict that happened with Ryan and with Louise at the open house. Frederick wanted to know the details. And he was like, well, you know, I'm glad I'm not the only one that Ryan does that to. Frederick says this. I'm not, I'm glad I'm not the only one because I thought he was only going after the big dogs. But I mean, how low can you go? Another dig. <laughs> Another dig at him. Oh, but how I low mean, can you but go? sadly, this, this whole thing with Janet and the 7.8 million apartment was kind of a perfect example that he isn't ready. No. I mean, he needs to start a lot lower right. and not go after these 7.8 apartments. Start, you know, look at Brooklyn. <laughs> start I, selling some places in Brooklyn or yeah. something. You know, you've got to start somewhere. But he's, I just don't see him being successful with these these big, high number apartments. I know. And I think the stress is really getting to him, too, because he, he did go and train doing some boxing or whatever with his hair perfectly in place. Again, yeah. Like, how yeah, do you box course. with your hair in place? Yeah. Somebody explain that to me. <laughs> but he was boxing with his hair perfectly in place. But I think either he was thinking about Ryan and what he wanted to do to him from that party, or it was really the stress of, like, I'm trying with this so badly and it's not working because I believe they had one offer in four months. Yeah, Ouch, one offer in four bad. months. Yeah, one offer in four months. Yeah, so in this meeting with Janet, she says, she pulls the plug. She says, you're done. Yeah. And he has two months left on their deal because they agreed to the six-month period, but it's under her terms. Right. And she says, no, you're you're not going to sell this apartment for 7.8. You've had one offer. And he's like, but so many people are coming through. And she says, well, that's not results. That's, you know. She said money is results. Money, money is, is results. Result. Right? Yeah. Signing a con, like all of that, like closing a deal is a result. Like people walking through, that's not going to impress her. A lot of no. people would want to walk through. I would want to walk. I'd love yeah. to go around and see. Oh, oh I totally go like? to all the open Don't houses in, in the, like nice neighborhoods by oh me in God. LA, I totally go through these houses in like Miley Cyrus's neighborhood, and wow. I always say yes. I'm shopping for my parents. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my parents are looking to buy a house in this neighborhood, and you know, I always do that. Absolutely, and I that's love what people it. people love to look at real estate. So you have to consider the percentage of people that are walking through those apartments just to walk through. Absolutely, them. I'm walking through these apartments with two dollars in my pocket. Yeah, but I want to see what it looks like inside. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want to see what's going on. I want to fantasize for a second. Yeah, I yeah. want to see how it's staged. I want to see the layout of it. And I mean, I'm the same way. I, I Where I live is a very nice neighborhood and there's beautiful homes, you know. And so when they have an open house, I'm in there. I want to see oh, what's yeah. going on. So, I mean, he's not impressing her by saying that. I mean, no. she doesn't care about how many people walk through there. 400,000 people could walk through there. She wants a deal. Yeah. She wants it done. She wants the $7.8 million. And so it was over for him. She absolutely was done. Oh, she it's cut too the bad. Yeah. It was a bad week for Louise. Yeah. 
Yeah. No good. I think he went outside and kind of cried. Yeah. I, I'm I, pretty I, sure he <laughs> cried a little. I think he cried a little. <laughs> I think that sure. we didn't see it, but I'm very, very sure there was a couple of tears. Yeah. So, uh, I'm pretty sure about that, Hence the too. name of the show, Reach High. I think yeah. he did reach a little too high on this Way one. Way too high on this one. All right. Let's get into our predictions. Ooh. Well. Oh, the soundboard, huh? We can make the noise. And now, your After Buzz TV... Oh, we get flashing lights in here. Thank you, Stephen. I love it. All right, Jocelyn, what do you think? Okay, well, I think that I think that. Let me go with Luis. I really think that Luis is going to. um, He's this one is a hit hard. This one hit him hard. But I think that he is going to try to sell something that's less and be successful with that. I think he's going to kind of get it. I think I'm hoping, but my prediction is that he's going to realize that he went a little too far on this one and that he needs to back it up a little bit and really realize where he is as a broker and sell from there. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I think for I think for Ryan on a personal level, I think him and his girlfriend are done. I think that's happening. I think he's just too big of a jerk. And I think he's too career focused to be in a relationship. And not that that's a bad thing. I'm say, I, you know, some people just aren't meant to be in a relationship. They're meant to be focused on their career and that consumes their whole life. Right. They're married to the business. And I think he's one of those people. So I think that relationship is going downhill. Yeah. Well, t- from the look of things at that cooking class, I think it's over. Yeah. I think it's, if it's not over, it's on its way to being over. Yeah. And I yeah. think with Frederick, I think Frederick's on a high. I think he's going to sell out that, that entire building in Tribeca. You know, and it's interesting because Frederick, you know, I follow him on Twitter and I, you know, I kind of see, you know, what he's doing through Twitter. And yeah. honestly, he has a lot of, of, of listings that are up in there. They're in like millions and millions of dollars. And he's like publishing magazines in Scandinavia. He is on uh, a high. Yeah. He's doing really well he's right doing now. Good. So yeah. And I think that will continue. I think so too. We shall see you next <laughs> week. All right, Jocelyn, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at Jocelyn Polite. And that's J-O-C-E-L-Y-N P-O-L-I-T-E. Comment. Let me know how you feel. Tell me about some of these, some of these uh, places that we're looking at here on Million Dollar Listing. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Chels Earlywine, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-R-L-E-W-I-N-E. Neither of us have easy names to no, spell, but you'll, you'll get it. <laughs> All right. Thank you for watching the Million Dollar Listing after show. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.